my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of, or, you know, I shouldn't even say another. <laughs> you know what? You should intro it in. You want me to do it? Yeah, do the intro. You, you know it is six o'clock, though. Yeah. All right. You okay. All right. Or just, okay. I don't know. I'm nervous. Ready in five, four, three. Hey, guys. It's Chelsea. Um, welcome back to another episode of the 88 miles per hour podcast. Uh, I just said another. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's don't say another. Dang it, it's hard new, to say that. Yeah, say just say new. The new 88 miles per hour podcast. The reboot of 88 miles per hour podcast. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm going to say reboot. Say the say the, the Puff Fig reboot 88 miles per hour <laughs> podcast. Okay. Right, here goes five, four, three. Hey guys, welcome to the reboot of the 88 miles per hour podcast. This is Chelsea. And I am joined with uh, Sanch here, and hey, everyone. say hi. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the alternate universe episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Uh, something happened in the past that altered the future, and now we're in an alternate timeline where Max and Chelsea are the new hosts of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was nice. You're just like, yeah. No, that's that's perfect. That's <laughs> so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's an alternate dimension. So things are similar, but they're a little bit different. Yes, and so. and I'm no, I, I'm I'm Sanch. I'm just a I'm just a guest uh, a guest on these episodes now. I'm a, I'm a, I guess a guest co-host, you know. But the main rings are gonna be taken over with right here chelsea and max so i know i didn't tend to do a lot of the talking but you know i got you know for the geek people out there you know that love all, all things geek i have brothers bear podcast and that's taken fully you know and i think that's what happened something happened when we we traveled back in time you know me and renata and i don't know what happened because when i came back you know uh Renata slowly started to fade away on the Skype image, and I was like, what happened? And the next thing you know, <laughs> Max and Chelsea appeared on the screen. Yeah. And, yeah, so this is the reboot of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Though Max is not in this episode, uh, unfortunately, but he is here in spirit. Yes. So. <laughs> like a ghost. Just, yeah, he is like like a ghost, like Ghostbusters, but we're not going to bust him because we like him. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen so let's get this going since this is uh this might be a a, a new en- entrance right or new beginning for many a new of beginning you. yeah yeah uh we're gonna start reintroducing ourselves we're gonna you we're gonna tell you about us uh especially chelsea uh because for those of you who got caught in the timeline and traveled with me you probably have an idea of who i am uh, but i'm still gonna reintroduce myself so I'm going to hand it over to my host, and she's going to just introduce okay. herself to all of you fans. So this is, this is our reboot of 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. But um, if you do ever listen to the other episodes, I have done two pre- previous episodes. Um, one where I talk a lot about Elvira, which is a big part of why I like 80s um, for sure. But Episode 42? Episode 42, uh, for all you um, Hitchhiker Guide to the Galaxy fans, 42. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the answer. There you go. It's the answer to everything. I'm, the shocked. Best. I didn't, I'm shocked you actually... You, you you know Hitchhikers? Of course, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. that yeah. Was, oh, that's cool. Of course. Of course. But, yeah, no. So, that, honestly, it's the best episode of all the old episodes, in my opinion. So, you know, if you want to listen to that, go for that. <laughs> but <laughs> You know what? It's Elvira's favorite episode because she favored it and retweeted it. Yeah. And that, like, when I found out that happened, I, like, freaked out with excitement. 
So that was awesome. Yes. But anyway, yeah. So I've just been doing episodes, uh, just two here and there. And episode 33 was our, our special and Christmas a, episode. And a Christmas one. Yeah. So, yeah. So you don't really know that much about me, but you're going to find out a lot more now. Uh, I'm not going to remain mysterious anymore. I'm here to tell you all about myself. And I love the 80s to start. That's why I'm doing this, because I love the 80s. And mostly I like, I'm mostly into horror movies, uh, 80s horror. So, uh, and, and especially like comedy horror. So Ghostbusters, uh, which I guess is horror a little bit. It's scary. And, um... It, it, I mean, it is kind of, yeah. like, it, it can be kind of scary. Well, the first one, the second one is just all silly and fun. I mean, yeah. Like the first one, um, uh, it, it did come off like that because we just did episode 133 on Brothers Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did a Ghostbusters themed episode and we started talking about Ghostbusters and it is kind of freaky. Like it does have moments where it does yeah. get serious. So that's what I like about it. But it's... Well, if you're, if you're like, I mean, if you're like a little kid, it's going to freak you out. Like there's parts where it's like when the librarian like flips out in the beginning, like that's <laughs> scary to kids. Get I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like but, that. um, but yeah, so definitely, yeah, definitely. I love horror, um, movies, especially eighties has great horror movies, eighties cheese, eighties music, um, I didn't know I lo- uh, the eighties had a type of cheese. They do. They do. Oh, okay. It's uh, it was like it's super cheesy. It's the cheesiest <laughs> cheese of all. <laughs> right. So you put it on your burgers and stuff. Yeah, you're like, dang, this is some eighties cheeseburger right now. Oh yeah, damn right. <laughs> Where's the uh, cheese? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, and I like, I love, I've always liked eighties music. I don't, and I honestly, I'm not sure where this comes from because my mom and dad, like, I don't know if they really listen to. I mean, they're they listened to 80s music when the 80s was around, but I don't know if they really, like, pushed me to listen to it, but I just always really enjoyed it. Um, so I always liked 80s music, movie, obsessed with movies. I've got, like, a lot of my top favorite movies are 80s movies, like Labyrinth and Ghostbusters and uh, things like that, Dark Crystal. So, I mean, I don't know. I really like that. The fashion, pretty much just everything 80s I really enjoy, really like it. And so what's, And what's weird is because, um, well, one thing for our fans, like, even though, because uh, uh, your age, like, tell the fans how old you are. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I, I'm 25. I'm going to be 26 uh, in December, December 31st is my birthday, but I was born December 31st of 1989. So that means <laughs> I spent like a total of like 12 hours in the eighties. There you go. Um, That's a plenty. That's enough. 80s. So you know what? I have some experience, 12 hours of experience, but I have experience. So, you know. That's that's good enough for me to love the '80s. So who cares? See, and yeah. here, here's the thing. The reason why I bring that up is because with you, um, you you um, you grew up like you know from the point you hit like 10 years old and on. A lot of like the stuff that would have kicked in for you would have been all in the 2000s, like the millennium or whatever. Yeah, like, well, and a lot that. of a lot of '90s things stuck with me though. You know, too. and that too. Sure, but yeah. it seems like the main thing that really was just like the decade before and it was 80s because whenever you talk about stuff and whatever like when you mention like movies uh references and anything like that it is always 80s related and it seems like like yeah like i mean it's the reason why you you popped up and you and now you started doing you know yeah. 88 miles per hour podcast but yeah, it just I seems mean, like you talk way more '80s than you do any other decade. Don't I mean? Don't get me wrong. I mean, I grew up, you know, like in sync and Backstreet Boys and all that. And yeah, it it was it's crap, but I love I love it. I yeah. still love it. And uh, man, did I love it back then? But I don't know. Something about the '80s was always just I. I mean, I always enjoyed that. I remember making my friends listen to 80s music and they'd be like why are you why are you doing this to us (laughs) first of all like i have a friend she's like i just don't get it but i i've always enjoyed 80s music because it seems so like i mean you've got like the more like dark like 80 more like dark wave i guess 80s music and i love that too like stuff like that depeche mode and everything but i i do i know you've said that you don't like 
the pop, but I do like the 80s pop. I like everything. I like the the hair metal. I like the one-hit wonders, the general pop music, like Michael uh, uh, Michael Jackson. But then I do like Depeche Mode and Joy Division and The Cure and all that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like all of it. Um, well, uh, well, you know what? When it comes to my part, I'll bring it up. But keep going. Um, so... But yeah, I mean, but yeah, I always came back to the 80s. I love the movies, too, and I don't know why. I mean, my mom, I I would, yeah, my parents did play a lot of 80s movies for me, so that might be it. Like, definitely, you know, obviously, um, the first Batman movie, and, um, and my mom really, my mom liked all the kind of 80s fantasy movies, so like Labyrinth and Willow and... Legend or what? Oh my gosh, sure, Legend... Um, so she, I remember she played a lot of those for me cause she liked that. Um, but no, I just always enjoyed it. I like, I don't know. I just always have enjoyed the eighties. Well, what and, would be yeah. like, what would be your favorite movie of all time? Because based on like with me in, is, from the eighties or just like, no, no, no. 80. Well, yeah. Give me a nineties yeah. movie nerd. <laughs> uh, my favorite nineties. Honestly, my favorite movie is from the nineties, but that's okay. No, you gotta um, give us eighties. Okay, well, like I said, favorite 80s movies, um, I can name a lot of them, but... It has to be one. You gotta give okay. us, what's your top favorite 80s movie? Favorite 80s time? movie is is 1985 Labyrinth with wow, David really? Bowie and Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Not, well, because well, I'm obsessed with, because I'm obsessed with David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And I always will be. I will take that to the grave. I love him. But, you know, no, that's my favorite. And, and then, of course, because of that, I liked Dark Crystal, and I liked the Muppet movie. Oh, how There was, um... So, it was more that as much as you love Labyrinth, but then now you're starting to name Henson Projects. So, it's yeah, like yeah. you're a huge... Uh, you, you got a fan... Uh, you got a love for the 80, 80s Hensons. Oh, yeah, because he, he decided to do... I mean, he had the Muppets, he had Sesame Street and everything, but then he... Like, in the mid-80s, he wanted to do, like, more creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, I don't care what you say. I mean, I love Labyrinth is my favorite, but Dark Crystal is a work of art. I mean, is the, the I'm sure, I don't know, in the, you know, in your past episodes, if you if you want to, I don't, did you guys ever do that? Did you no, do Dark we, Crystal? No, we haven't done Dark Crystal. Okay, We've well, only we will done do, Labyrinth. We will do Dark Crystal, because it's a, it's... A lot, again, like, people make fun of me, oh, like, oh, you like Dark Crystal, like, I've had friends, like, that's so, it's such a weird, it is a weird movie, but it's a very beautiful movie, like, everything they, the the puppets they created, the music is beautiful, um, the guy who did the, um, like, art for it, uh, mm-hmm. Brian Froud, I actually, I've met him before. Really? And, yeah, because he did, he also did Labyrinth, he did all the conceptual design yeah. work for it. And I don't just you could tell a lot of work went into that movie, so I don't know. But that's a fantastic movie, and I feel like sometimes it does get overlooked. And Labyrinth kind of gets more popularity because David Bowie is in it, and it is I like it better. But never you never want to like not talk about Dark Crystal because it is amazing. But yeah, so the for sure Labyrinth is my favorite '80s movie. I think for yeah. sure. Well, yeah, I, I it's cool because like I mean I I never like with the Dark Crystal I remember because it was one of those films that I never really watched as a kid like growing up Labyrinth I did I saw it when it first came out on VHS and I remember <laughs> I couldn't even pronounce Labyrinth because so, uh-huh. I was at a birthday party and one of my cousins who was a teenager at the time she's like oh I, I I got this movie and then so we all sat there and watched it and I really loved it I remember when the movie was over everybody went outside they're all at the party. I went and asked her, can I watch... And I don't remember what I said, but I didn't say Labyrinth. I just said the Labaluba or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't know what it... I didn't know how to pronounce it. And I remember mm-hmm. I fell in love with it. But Dark Crystal was one that I I just... I never really, like, growing up as a kid and then, like, in teens, I never got into. But it was funny because, like, I was a, I was a fan of the Crystal Method. And... Uh, yeah. They, they, I was I think it was the album from 98. And the very first song, uh, they... You hear a voiceover before the song starts, mm-hmm. and I just remember I would always copy it, and me and my friends would mess around, because we were, we were skaters, and we would usually play that as we're skating, and and then when I watched The Dark Crystal, I realized, I'm like, holy crap, that's 
that's the that's the actual dialogue from the Dark mm-hmm. Crystal because in yeah. the beginning it does that another world another time and I was like uh-huh. whoa yeah. <laughs> in the age of wonder and I was like dude <laughs> that's freaking bad I'm like that's I'm like they Crystal oh they they're just I'm like, is that what they're named after Crystal Method like it's actually yeah. you know so I don't know if they're I mean obviously there must have been fans of the movie because they use. Why else would you use some samples from something if you're not a fan of it? But Yeah, I remember somebody telling me, um, I told them, oh, yeah, I, I liked the movie Dark Crystal. And then they, they told me, oh, in one of the Crystal Method songs, they have lines from the movie. And I was like, oh, really? So I remember checking that song out and be like, oh, that's cool. So I went the opposite way. Oh. I went, so you went, oh, the song, let me check out the movie. I went, oh, I love the movie. Let me check out the song yeah. <laughs> because they told me that. So... And th- this one was, oh shit! I didn't even realize this was 1982. Yeah, damn. And it yeah, was, so it was fairly, fairly early on. And it was a co-production because it wasn't just Henson. It, it was, was also uh, Frank Oz. Yeah. So both of them directed. I guess this was like the first time Henson really went out there and did something that was non Muppets mm-hmm. related. Because, yeah. You know, he already had the Muppet Show and all that, and Sesame Street was already going on. And then, and then, yeah, so he did this one with Frank Oz. But when he did Labyrinth, that was all him, right? I believe, yeah, it was mostly all him. But could you imagine, like, being a, a kid who loves the Muppets, who loves Sesame Street, and then all of a sudden, Jim Henson makes the Dark Crystal, and you're like, I'm going to go see the Dark Crystal. And you're like, what the hell is this? Like, it's so different from everything. Like, I just would love to be like, what was somebody's opinion like when they um, like when he totally did something different, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially like the the what was it called the Skeksis? I could never the Skeksis. Yeah. Oh okay, my gosh, so right. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. those, those designs. I mean, they're scary. They're freaky. Like the first time I was introduced, honestly, to Dark Crystal was in an episode of Muppet Babies because Gonzo is trying to figure out who he is. Like he doesn't know what he is, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I I remember I love that episode because he's like he's trying to figure out is he an ant eater? Is he? And he keeps you know going with other people. And there's this one point where he comes across two Skeksis and. And they're just, like, arguing, but they're using footage, and they, they dub over, like, the line, so they're actually, like... But they're doing the, the actual, like, the way they sound. And he's trying to figure out, are, are, like, if those are his... Wait, there's actual there's actual clip of the movie in a Muppet Babies episode? Yes. What? Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they just start walking away, arguing with each other. I don't know what scene it is. And he's... Because yeah. he's trying to figure out, is that what I am? Am I ex How weird? He okay, I want to like look it. that up. yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. Like I, I just, that was the first time I was introduced to Dark Crystal was yeah. the Muppet Babies. Cause then afterwards I'm like, what is that? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I never really watched it growing up mm-hmm. and only Labyrinth, but, but yeah, but it, it's crazy because this movie came out, I'm looking at it and it came out a day after my birthday, a year later. Cause it came out oh, de- okay. December 17th. So I was like, oh wow. I mean, ho- hopefully we'll do a whole Dark Crystal episode where we can kind of go in-depth with the, the yeah, movie and everything. I, I, I'll, but I'll stop talking about it. Cause, cause I'll say it... one last thing that's pretty cool about it. Okay. And, but we'll talk about it. I'll bring it up again. But there, at the time, I guess, of the movie, I, and I don't know if you knew this, but they made um, like a fashion. I, I don't know if you could buy what the deal was or whatever, if you could buy it. But they made a, there was a fashion show uh made by the same people who did the clothes in the movie. So oh, really? it, it's so it was a you know girls wearing fashions that they yeah it's like inspired by dark crystal fashion. And it was like back you you can there's like a YouTube video of them showing it like you can go check it out easily right now. And but again we'll talk about it when we get around to that movie again. But yeah, I was yeah. thought well that's really interesting that they cuz it didn't really do well so but I'm like okay then they made this like fashion like thing of it but it's really neat like how they made they made dresses that are inspired by the characters in the movie and like the the colors and the textures and the designs of the film come yeah, through I'm, I'm looking it's, at it right now it's very cool i always thought that was like awesome it's it's so, kind of it's kind of gothy too yeah i love it it's awesome the hell i had never known that i'm that i was schooled on that i had no idea Mm-hmm. wow that's crazy. All right, so so all right, so the, and then Dark Crystal would be. Well, what about? Do you have a favorite '80s song? Yes, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It okay? Oh, it's um, it's Safety Dance. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I will always love that song. I love the music video. I love the song. 
and um, I don't know. I just always enjoyed that song. Is it? It's um, Men Without Hats, right? Yeah, Men Without yeah. Hats. So yeah, no, I. It's like whenever I make like mix CDs for my car, I always throw that song on there. I love it. <laughs> That's the one. It's just like I I I love the I love the safety dance, but I I actually like um. The, there's two versions. Yeah, there's the remix okay? yeah. version. The slower one where it goes S, S, S. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 A. I don't like that version as much. You I like the other uh, one. Because I like the quicker, faster yeah. one. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, like, I feel like they had a resurgence of, like, of the song when Biodome came out. Because have you ever seen Biodome with Polly Shore? I don't. I've, I know of it, but I don't think I've seen okay. the whole movie. In that yeah. film... Uh, there's a part where they do like a whole montage and they play safety dance. And I remember at that point, safety dance kind of popped up on everybody's radar. Again. Was it the regular version or was it? The... Yeah, it was the regular version. Uh-huh. And it's funny because there's this one scene and I know it had to be a, uh, they were trying to do a reference for, for the, for the actual music video. Oh, okay. But there's a scene where it, it's the months they're, they're it's a montage they're trying to rebuild the biodome and there's a, it's i guess it's september i mean uh, uh christ march because it's st patty's day or something because at yeah. one point there's a, a like a little leprechaun a guy dressed like a leprechaun he's uh-huh. like a little a little person <laughs> and he's like dancing with mm-hmm. them doing the safety dance like they're just you know and they're doing the safety dance dance like they're doing the you know with like oh the, where, yeah where they make their hands like the s yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. that Go safety dance. oh yeah you know? <laughs> i've seen i've seen that video so many times it's probably it's and that also is probably one of my favorite music videos too so really yeah and you know the 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 little person falls right <laughs> yeah and then and then weird al yankovic did a version on his yankovic in 3d Mm-hmm. It was the Brady Bunch, so he does like the Brady Bunch, and but it's a. Uh, uh, oh, I'm, I don't think I've heard that. Before. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, just let, just put uh, uh, the Brady Bunch Weird Al Yankovic on YouTube, and they'll probably have the audio there. And then yeah, it's just he does the whole thing about like uh, the the theme the the whole show, but using the safety dance, uh, you know, tempo and all that, whatever, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Damn. So and that was 1983. Christ, that was. It's just, I don't know, I always feel like some of these songs are mid-80s, but it's just so crazy that so many of them were so early 80s that, like, just, like, a, a few years ago was still, like, disco in the 70s and all this and that, you Yeah. Know? It's so Well, weird. I always, um, there's one song that I always think is from the 80s, but it's not. It's 1979. It's, um, that Gary Newman song, Cars. Right? Yeah. I'm always like, that's an 80s song, but it's actually a 1979 song. And that, see, that to me doesn't make any sense because whenever there's an 80s, like, mix, top 80 songs, blah, 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 all this stuff, that song, Cars, is always on there. Yeah, and, they throw it in there, yeah. And it, it makes no sense. Why? I don't know. But I, but I, there's just something about it that always has made me thought that was 80s, but I remember having it on my iTunes and, it's, and the year was 1979, so I don't know, though. You'll, you'll, there's certain songs like that. Well, you'll you think they're from the '80s, but it's not. Yeah, and it so. was it was it was actually released uh, on August 21st, 1979. So yeah, well, you know, I kind of like with like movies and music, like towards the end of the '70s and beginning, things blend together. You know, it's not just like bam, it's the '80s. You know, things are blending, and just like the late '90s and the or sorry, the early '90s and the uh, late '80s. So. Things get kind of mixed around a little bit. I think I think maybe the reason being is because uh, as I'm looking right here, uh, I think the album in the UK was released in in '79, but when it was released in the US, I think it was 1980 already. Because by the time it hit number one, it was already 1980 in the US because it hit number one in 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 March of. So I'm assuming I think it was released um in the in the u.s uh afterwards mm-hmm. okay so but i mean i don't know it doesn't yeah. say when it doesn't say when it was released in the u.s it's another song that i do really like though a lot <laughs> so i i really love uh metal on on that album mm-hmm. um it, it, though though everybody talks about cars i really like metal and it's just uh, I've I've been wanting to use that as a song of the week, but I'm like, God, 79, and yeah, and I used to. Well, get... you know what? Sometimes things, you know, the time circuits mess up. Yeah, that's true. That that's 
that's that that is true. I'll have to point out though that it's not. You know, I don't want to get like tweets or messages oh, yeah, and yeah. being like that's not anywhere. You know, so because I, I mean I do that. <laughs> I used to get on Renata <laughs> about that. She'd be like, oh, you know, we should do. Um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Like we should do that movie. I'm like, that's not that's an like, '80s movie. It was like late '90s, right? It was or no, early I'm, '90s. Sorry. Yeah, I think it was actually 1990. You know, so there would be times where she would bring up something, and it would be '90 or '91, and she'd get confused. You know, so so that's why. But now it's like I don't care if it happens. I mean, it, you you and Max are holding the reins. So if you want to do something that happens, you know, just one week being like. I'm going to do this just because it's influenced by the 80s or blah, blah, blah. At least it still connects, you know. Yeah. So if we were to do, like, let's just say Cars, Gary Newman, it's okay because it's, it, it's, you know, it reached number one in the 80s. So, come on. Yeah, there you go. So, cool. All right. Uh, so, what what else about the, I mean, you, it seems like you told us a lot about the 80s. Is there anything else you can fill our fans about, about you, about, about okay. Because it's like, all right, you know, getting to know Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, um, there was, I don't know how you'll feel about this, but there was a show, and I'm sure you knew about it. There was a show on VH1 uh, back, I don't know, like probably 2003, 2004 called VH1's I Love the 80s. Ah, dude, I love that thing. So it had, you know, every, every episode was a different era of the 80s and me and my friend would watch i mean they would do like reruns of that and then they did i love the 80s part two where they found more things about each year that they liked because they it did so well you know yeah and um that i think had a great great big influence on liking you know kind of i mean i guess that's a sneaky way of like oh yeah like now i know all this stuff about the 80s um but that definitely, I watched every episode mm. and like, I would ask, you know, I'd talk to my mom about stuff like, oh, like t- telling me about things and stuff. And then also, I totally forgot to mention it. I also gr- grew up loving the Goonies too. So, and Cindy Lauper and all that too. Yeah. So around that time, I was like watching Goonies all the time, listening to Cindy Lauper all the time, watching I Love the 80s on VH1. There was a lot of 80s going on at the time. But that, I think, had a great influence on the my love of the 80s. And also, like, during the 2000s, and you'll notice this, so, like, every, like, era kind of dips back into the decade before it or two, two what is it, two decades before, kind of like with, um, in the 90s, everybody was dressing very 70s in, like, grungy 70s tie-dye and things like that. Yeah. Well, when you got into the 2000s, when I was, like, in junior high and high school, everybody like 80s fashion kind of came back its way into things yeah. and like 80s popularity too like people loved all the breakfast club mood like that was real popular and like trendy back then and so that had a little bit too i think so for sure though right on yeah that's the one thing like what i love is um i think yeah it, it I think it was it may have been 2002 or 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 2003 when it actually first aired the I love the 80s VH1 yeah. thing. Um yeah, let's see. VH1 it originally aired first time it aired was yeah, it, it aired on my birthday. Oddly, why is it like again, it's like <laughs> December it aired December 16th, 2002. Yeah. Is when it uh because well, it's meant to be yeah original release it says right here but then it says it premiered on december 20th so i guess they did like the oh no 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 it said the first episode was on and then after that and then it, it went on to and then yeah i loved it because it was like what was cool about the i love the 80s was like yeah it gave you a whole rundown of the year like it mm-hmm. just focused on everything of the year and it was hilarious because you had some comics but for the first year oh i had... loved that yeah they did one i don't know if it was the 70s or 80s but i it probably because they did i love the 70s as well but it was it, they were it was for the game of checkers was it 80s or 70s and yeah. michael ian black did this thing of like how the the sister won the checker or the i'm sorry not checkers connect four duh connect four Uh. (laughs) and the sister won connect four and the brother was like mad and like i don't know like that whole thing was hilarious like if you can find that clip i was like dying (laughs) laughing but yeah no they would give yeah a complete rundown of the year like they do like politics uh toys shows 
like what the, one one thing was like where's the beef like s- slogans and things like that well so. they because that was the one thing like with um i love the 80s um i remember uh with the with the i love the 80s like i there was this i was talking to this like i had a friend at the time and who loved 80s and I remember we were talking and we were like upset that like, how can they talk about this year without talking about this person or this right, yeah. band or like there, yeah. a lot of it was music. Like we were like, they didn't even mention this. Yeah. Band. They didn't do a lot of music on there for, for real. Like, and it was like really like whatever was like the one hit wonder or whatever. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like we're like, dude, they didn't even bring up tears for fears. Like we're like, seriously, like, they were <laughs> huge. Like we were talking about like, Depeche Mode, like, come on, like, what the hell? Like, I remember we were talking about, like, a lot of stuff. I even mentioned, like, Oingo Boingo. And, and again, like, the first year, it looked like they were pulling, like, TV stars that were on at the time. And some comedians, but a lot of them were just, like, TV stars. And then by the time the second one, it was the 80s Strikes Back. I love Yeah, the that was Strikes it, yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. That was when they knew they had something. So a lot of it was just comedians talking about it. And you would get comedians who, like, are, kind, are, like, are big now. But back mm-hmm. when they were just starting up and, and they would start talking about stuff like that. And, and then that's when they started featuring. Like, I remember, I think it was 87. And that's when they talked about Depeche Mode and they talked about, like, Tears of Fears and stuff like that. Like, actually, I think they gave Tears of Fears their own little section. But Depeche was shared with, like, you know, uh, the Smiths and, like, uh, I can't, I think The Cure and yeah. like, all of the other. Like, it was a whole collection of they talked about in 87. But yeah, like I remember I loved it. And yeah, then they did 80s 3D. And what was cool about a little tidbit about that is that I got these preview tickets to go see I Love the 80s 3D with, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, I think it was Lonnie Love, uh, freaking, uh, God, I, I'm picturing his face. Like he's, he's, uh, he's a little short guy and he has like a little like soul patch and he has black hair. God, I'm trying huh. to think of his name. Um, you, if I showed you a picture, you know who the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and then there was two other people, and I can't remember who they are right now. Oh, uh, Godfrey was another one. And Gil- then, Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, 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 Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey. Ooh. That the Godfrey. He was Godfrey. Part of, yeah, he was part of I Love the Eighties. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then um, and then one other guy. It was this one white guy. I can't remember who he was, but they were all there. And then they premiered a clip, and then they talked about stuff afterwards. I took pictures with them, and it was pretty cool. The the thing that really reminds me of that night is I ended up getting in a horrible car crash right afterwards. So it was oh, it wow. was yeah, it was pretty bad. I, I ended up messing up my hand and freaking. I couldn't even work for like two weeks because it was it was bad, but. Uh, I just remember, I love the 80s. I loved it. And then, yeah, we got, I love the 90s. I love mm-hmm. the yeah. 70s. I love the millennium. The, the mm-hmm. millennium was kind of dumb because they really yeah. said, like, like we, we weren't even done with the whole thing. And, and it was, like, 2007 or 8 when it came. I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, there isn't much to be, like, nostalgia for. Right. Nostalgic for that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So, so anything else? Um... Well, I think as as episodes go, you'll all probably fill in more. But at the moment, I can't. I've run out of things. So you take it away. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, so for me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those of you who this is your first time tuning in to 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, I am Sanch. Uh, I am from the Brothers Bear Podcast. Uh, it's a show that I do with my little brother and one of my good buddies from high school, we were, we talk everything geek, and this show is a focus of my love that I really enjoy uh, that doesn't get that much love on Brothers Bear. I usually get made fun of, uh, and it's the 80s. I, I really love the 80s. I, too, uh, though I was born in 81, and I grew up, you know, as a little kid and a lot of the stuff, um, a lot of my things were like, you know, obviously you could say from the 90s because by the time I was nine, you know, the, the 80s ended, but... I was really fully introduced to the 80s because my all my aunts, whenever they would babysit us and all of that, they were teenagers at the time. So what they were all into was everything hugely. Really, I had an aunt who was all about Prince. Like she loved Prince. <laughs> and and awesome. yeah, she she would do her hairstyle like 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 Robert Smith too because she loved The Cure. She loved uh-huh. Robert Smith and she loved Prince. And I remember her style was kind of like very Prince-ish, like the way he was in Purple Rain. Like so, did she wear like a lot of purple? 
I don't remember, but she would wear like those long jackets, like those. Oh yeah, you know? sweet. Those are awesome. I love those. Yeah, the way he was, like you know, kind of like in in purple rain, but also too, uh, what's her name? I can't I can't think. The basket case from Breakfast Club. You know, she would wear that long. You know, she would. Ali Sheedy. Like, yeah, Ali Sheedy's character. You know how I can't think of her freaking character name, but no, but, I don't you know. know. How she had that long go like. Thing. It looked like a long dress or whatever, like my aunt. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she, uh, like long jackets, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, and my other aunts, like I had an aunt who was loved Scarface. So when I was like four or five years old, I saw Scarface. Like I don't know how many times. When you were five, you watched Scarface. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> see, it was a different time then. Like today, like you, you would get pissed if, like, let's just say you had kids and, like, you know, one of your your you had one of your nieces or nephews who's like a teenager showing this to your kids you'd be pissed off and, and that's, that's an how, intense movie but I, yeah back it. when like it was just i don't know it was just funny because but i i don't know how many times i watched and i hated it because like i was just like because <laughs> i'm a kid like i don't know what's going on it's boring to me so i would just be like uh again we would have to sit and watch it like and, and that's why as an adult now i'm not really a fan of scarface just because i watched it so many times as a child but yeah but that's the thing like my parents they loved more so my dad was loved movies and stuff so we had a lot of films so i would watch a lot of these movies that came out from the 80s on betamax like back to the future karate kid you know um <clears throat> ghostbusters and it, it was just it was extremely awesome like having all this access and we would go to the movies a lot so i saw a lot of these big 80s movies in the theaters you know i got to see Spaceballs when it was in the theaters who framed cool. roger rabbit in the theater yeah. like i saw a lot of these movies in the theaters and it was it was, it was just it, it was amazing like and that's where my love of film started with like the 80s and the music came from my mom my mom loved a lot of the music especially like new wave like so we had just stuff that was like poppy but not too much like you know not like you know centerfold by you know that that that, that <laughs> to me is like just trashy like eh, whatever that's that's the the cheesy hey, 80s i like that i, I, I like know the cheesy 80s. i know you do <laughs> <laughs> but, but i like everything but so. for me like I, there's a lot that i don't dig i mean i do like some of the the poppy like like i i do like wang chung you know like i do like I... Oh, well, okay, here's a question. What's the one 80s song, like, like, what's, like, one or two of them that you cannot stand, like, you'll turn them off? Okay, and this is my all-time most hated song of all time. I hate this song, and it's an 80s song, too. And I wonder if it'll match mine, because I'm going to tell you what mine are, too, but I want to know yours, though. Okay, the song that I despise so much, that I, I see it as the worst song of all time is Katrina and the Waves walking on sunshine. I freaking hate <laughs> that goddamn song. <laughs> I will listen to that song only because of American Psycho. It, it, oh my gosh. And that's what's <laughs> funny because all right, here, here's a funny story. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but uh me we me and my buddy like it was it was four of us, but I was sitting next to my buddy and and there was a trailer for I can't remember what movie and they played that damn song. And me and my buddy were like, God damn it, like, that song sucks. I hate that. And we loved the 80s then. We were in high school when that movie came out. But we we loved 80s. Like, we were huge about, like, Depeche. This is when we were starting to get money as teenagers. So we were able to go out and buy, buy, buy albums and stuff. So I was buying a lot of, like, the 80s, you know, songs that I, you know, there were some I had on cassette because of my older brother. But, like, I was going out and buying it. So, you know, we loved the 80s. So it's, but that song, we hate it. And we're like, fuck, this song, <laughs> song it, is, it is pretty awful. Like, I don't really care for that one. But <laughs> Yeah, and we were talking about that. Like, man, they use that in trailers all the time in movies. Yeah, so they stupid. do. stupid. And then that's when it's like it does the silence is golden. Shh, and then the movie's about to start. So, like, all right, you know, so we all get quiet. Movie starts. And right the first beat. And we're like, what the hell? Like, are you serious? We look at each other like, what the? F like, and we kind of laugh, but at the same time, we're pissed off because, like, really, like this movie has to have it. But you know, it was based in the '80s, uh, obviously. So, but uh, yeah, that's um, that's my song, all-time most hated song of all time is "Goddamn Walking on Sunshine." What's yours? Um, okay, there's two, and I'm trying to think what the other one is. It's uh, the brian adams summer of 69 uh, uh can't stand that song like every time it like it's on the radio I'm like oh hell no goodbye yeah that's and that's then garbage. um what's the other one that i just cannot stand is um what is it i want to say it's 
There's the Ryan Summer. There's another one. Um, oh, Jack and Diane. <laughs> yeah, I hate both of them. Is that who? Is it the same guy? No, who sings that that's one? Uh, John Mellencamp. Oh my god. Okay, I hate that bit. song. Oh, Jack and Jack and Diane. Yeah, like if Seven that. Sitting on a chili dog or something like that. Like yeah, those two songs I can't. And also Jesse's Girl. Like I, I don't like that one either. So any like those type of guys, like Ryan Adams and that. The yeah. Cougar, like hell, like no. I'm not into that. Yeah, see, like, those, those three songs, see, that, okay, for you fans out there who are listening, this is where, like, um, here's where we'll go to the music part where I wanted to talk, and I said, you know what, let me let me let Chelsea finish, and this is where I stand on music. Like, my music, like, I love, a lot of it deals with, like, the new wave synth pop, like, that's where my 80s comes from. Like, I love a lot of, like, you know, Human League, you know, uh, Front 242, Skinny Puppy, like that stuff. But then even like 80s, 90s Nails, you know, um, even though it's one album, but still, and an EP. But anyways, uh, I love like a lot of stuff like that, like 80s Gary Newman. But then there's other stuff that I like, like, you know, Tears for Fears, Thompson Twins, uh, Thomas Dobley, um, The Sugar Cubes, that's Bjork, before Bjork, like, you know. Wait, stop. Thomas Dobley, is that the... Um... The sci- that song, yeah. Science. She buys me with Science. Yeah, that that one, yeah. But there's this one song that I really love called Hyperactive. Ah, oh, such a great freaking song. I love that song. But yeah, you know, like the, the soft, soft Cell, you know, Susie and the Banshees. Like, there's a lot oh, of yeah. stuff, but there are some other things that become, like, pop that at the time. Like, you know, Prince was kind of poppy at the time. Um, uh, uh, what else? Like, Men Without Hats was another thing. Like, mm-hmm. I do like some some like madonna and things like that and every now and again uh i i i do enjoy some pop but not like the what you just named like that's yeah that's the garbage i don't yeah, like i don't that even stuff. know it's not really pop it's like soft rock or something like it's, just, it's it's 80s garbage that's what it is yeah i love hair metal so like and that's stupid asia and um you know uh oh. twisted sister like oh. me and my one friend we're all about that like all those songs here's another song that i hate you actually reminded me about it yeah <laughs> right now and i hate it's an 80s song and i hate it um we built this city on rock and roll <laughs> is that what isn't that starship what yeah it's starship yeah. it was jefferson yeah. airplane but they became something else later and with. You know that's not a very good song. I'll listen to it, but yeah. it's not that. It's it's, it's not trash. Good. And you know the it's trash. The the freaking Jesse's girl. Uh, they play that outside at work, like on the weekends. A stupid cover band that that that, that that's outside playing. They play Jesse's girl. Yeah, I can't. I it's, can't do Jesse's girl. And, like, I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that band out there, they do a lot of like the cheesy '80s cover songs, and they they're not even good at all. I feel bad because they're just it's just terrible they even do like freaking uh don't you forget about me and it's a (laughs) terrible version um so yeah so but yeah like i love stuff like that like i really like my favorite 80s band of all time um you know what we didn't even ask you that what's your favorite uh band of the 80s oh it would be david bowie huh like well yeah but that's the hard thing like david bowie's my favorite but you like them all around. Of all time. But, like, David Bowie in the 80s was not very good. Like, he was just trying... That's where he got most of his, like, um, uh, popularity. Because that his um, Let's Dance was so popular. And uh, he, had, he had that really popular A Serious Moonlight tour, which was touring for that. And, like, in interviews and stuff he said that was kind of like his least favorite time and he, it wasn't anything he was doing that was very creative so yeah 80s david bowie's not that good like let's dance let's dance modern love you know is pretty good china girl those are his like, mega hits of 80s those are good I, I do enjoy those but yeah he's not really he he's you know 1972 was when he did all his stuff so um but oh, okay. like 80s band like that's so that's really hard um i do really like Susie and the banshees i do really i really like the arrhythmics um uh, annie lennox and stuff like that um that's hard because i for me it's just a mixture of stuff so i really you, like van halen oh okay yeah you like you know? a lot of like the 80s hair metal bands too huh oh yeah i love yeah i love van halen and and all those other ones i mean like it, a it lot just, of rock um, Peter Gabriel in the 80s was cool. Yeah. 
Um, I like that. Like, he's got cool music videos. Dude, he's just, he's weird. Like, he was, like... He's a, awesome. Aside yeah. from, like, like a lot of people say, like, oh, Gary Newman's, like, the, the the godfather of, like, a lot of that synth and, like, industrial and all that, which he is. But I think Gary Newman, because he was doing shit with Genesis before, like, in the late 70s, like, experimenting yeah. with, like, keyboards and sounds. So when mm-hmm. he came in, I know everybody thinks of... Peter Gabriel as that freaking the say anything song, you know, freaking. But oh, no, uh, in, in I think it's like in your eyes or something. Yeah, and 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 Sledgehammer, right? Like, Sledgehammer, Shock the Monkey is good. But as like well. Shock the Monkey is more his sound. That like he he plays weird shit. Like he did like a soundtrack for Last Temptation of Christ, and it sounds like credit. It's eerie and cool. Like he played some weird stuff. When you see him perform, he looks weird on stage. Like. He, yeah, he he's all about it, the electronics. I I mean, yeah, that he he's he's awesome. But uh, Genesis after Peter Gabriel, um, they were still cool. I liked Land of Confusion. Like, did you? Oh yeah, with, well that's with, a great music video with the puppets. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's pretty. Good. I still I still watch that every now and again. That's a cool video with those goddamn puppets. But yeah, for me, it's it's hard to pinpoint like an, a specific eighties man because I just like I love so much of it and. Like, I, I, again, like, I'll listen to, like, it, about, to everything, you know, except for, you know, John Cougar Mellencamp, but, uh, uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of it. So, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint, but, I mean, and I wouldn't even say David Bowen in the 80s is my favorite at that time. Like, So, you don't like great. scary monsters? Eh, it's okay. Super creeps? That, like, I, 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 the other, this was a while ago, I remember watching, a, uh, it was from 1987, I think it was called the Glass Spider Tour or something like that. Uh-huh, yeah. And it it was just 80s Bowie. It was, I mean, the state, yeah. it was so 80s. Like, you could, the, just the way the setup and everything. See, was. and that's, that'll, you know what? So, he he got very popular in the 80s because of his really, like I said, all the hits and stuff. And that's why, if he hadn't had all those hits and became so popular in the 80s, he probably wouldn't have been in Labyrinth because Jim Henson was thinking of, like, Michael Michael Jackson. That or, or Sting. Or yeah, Sting would have been. I love Sting too, so he would have been good in it too. See, I'm not gonna lie. I I would have loved to see a Michael Jackson version because no, no. I, I mean, but look, we're not talking Michael Jackson freaking, you know, 1990s, you know, blood on the yeah. dance for Michael Jackson. We're talking about Michael Jackson at his prime. In his prime, yeah. We're talking I do about love Michael Thriller Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's who it is. Yeah, Thriller. No, and I do. I love. Hey, I'm not knocking Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. Um, but, but I don't the, know. The package just, wouldn't have been the same. I just, man, like that first time I watched Labyrinth, David Boy, like, I just was like, oh man, yes, love this. Like he was so good and man, my, I don't know, things would have been so different if it wasn't for that, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but no, yeah, it was, yeah, Sting and then, and Michael, Michael Jackson, but, um, so yeah, that's why he became so popular. Used him for that, but yeah, I mean that that yeah that, that had to be too because it was a, a UK production too because they filmed it in London, right? Yeah, I think you know it's either what Pinewood Studios or yeah, where they filmed uh, L, or or L Street. I think it was L Street Studios. But yeah, but again, I I, I would have loved to see Michael Jackson because also too, I guarantee you the music would have been awesome. We wouldn't we would not have no magic dance. But still, yeah. Michael Jackson, mid '80s, like, yeah. oh, come yeah. on, the the tunes. Oh my gosh, we would still. Well, be talking. you know, you got Captain EO, so yeah. Well, you know what? That's probably what happened. He's like, "Eff it, I'm not. All right, I'm I'm not gonna work with Henson. I'm gonna go do Captain EO with Lucas." Yeah, and, but I think George Lucas did help with Labyrinth. Yeah, in some he did. Way. He came. He came so. up with a story, right? Okay, was it the uh, story? I think so. No. I think he came up with the um, story idea, and then let's see. Another person that was inclu- uh, a part of the story process was Terry Jones of Monty Python. So I think he did some of the story uh, for all you Monty Python fans out there. Oh, it was executive produced by George Lucas. Yeah, but I know he had some part play. So then, yeah, him and Michael Jackson and what's Coppola for uh, Captain EO. Yeah, for Captain EO, that was uh, so, the godfather, him, uh, director. Yeah, so that's what you you kind of get that in Captain EO a little bit. You get him musical and acting and everything. I think that's where the story by came from. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, I, I got it confused. Captain EO is a story by George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, and then with with Labyrinth, 
that is actually story by Jim Henson and Dennis Lee. Okay. And then, yeah, so, and it's probably, yeah, like Terry Jones. Um, yeah, he's part of it. I don't know. Um, I think what I read was he wrote a version of it, but then they didn't go with that. And then he they. Worked, he wrote the first draft. Yeah, that's something like that, yeah. And then a lot of the inspiration for the film actually came from Brian Froud's designs, yeah. his drawings. That's, yeah, that's who I met and stuff. Well, where and did it, you meet him? You just, like, literally, like, skipped over that. Like, where did oh, okay. you meet him? Okay, well, he, um, so, you know, the baby in the movie is his son, Toby. Yes. And um, and I met him, too. You were friends with the baby? I'm not friends with him. I met uh, him. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you were going to say, like, yeah, that baby, uh, you know, we hung out together. We were in school. No, that'd be, no, that'd be tight. That'd be pretty sweet. Every day uh, you'd be asking him, so, do you remember Magic Dance? He's like, I was a baby. <laughs> I don't remember nothing. <laughs> do you remember David Bowie? <laughs> He's like, Tell yeah. me about him. Yeah, when he uh, threw you up, were you scared? Like, I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, um, Comic-Con. Um, oh, okay, San Diego yeah, yeah. Comic-Con, right? Yeah, he had a little, he had a booth. Because, not, I mean, he did the conceptual art. Um, he did conceptual art for Dark Crystal Labyrinth. He did a little bit for, I don't know if you ever, um, I don't know what year this movie came out, but there was that movie called um, Little Nemo and Slumberland, which I would always get confused with Finding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> but have, have you heard of that? Yeah, Little of course. Nemo and Slumberland? Yeah, because I remember playing the Nintendo game. That's I was yeah. introduced to the Nintendo game. I'm like, there's a movie, and I watched it. Yeah, that movie, that was a, like, and I, like Labyrinth, creepy kids movies creepy kids movie that was a movie that kind of was weird for me but anyway um he did conceptual art for that movie a little bit but he does um him and oh and his wife i think created the puppet for yoda um his wife is wendy froud and she i believe she did the design for yoda oh Um, really if i'm correct um so Anyway, they, but, uh, they, he does books and he still does artwork and stuff. So at Comic-Con he had a booth and I went up and I met the entire family and, um, and so she's, she was, Wendy's American and I think they met through that kind of Hollywood connection somehow, but there it's, it was really cool. I, uh, yeah, I, cause they I, on their website, they, they said they were going to be there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go stalk them and find them. Dude, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So it was pretty neat. So I met the lady who created Yoda or whatever. So that's pretty sweet. That is so cool. And, and I like that that from from where um, how like uh, how Brian Froud like he started work you know his career spending with with Henson and all this and that. And I love the fact that yeah his son grew up to be also a, you know a puppeteer and, and creature yeah. fabricator. Like it is so cool that. He went in line with, like, the, in the sense, not the family business, but the family career, you know? Right. Yeah, but, I mean, he's a lucky bastard because he already had that <laughs> at his disposal. So, yeah. if he wanted to be that, he could because he had it. He's like, oh, you want to do that? Sure, here you go. So Yeah. You know. There you go. I, I swear, like, we really have to do some, like, Henson. Like, I know we've, like... It's like no, it doesn't matter. We'll do labyrinth, obviously, because we no one knows your thoughts on labyrinth fully. Yeah. You know, and we could do a whole episode on labyrinth. Yeah. You know, and I do own I own a like Chris. I own like a fifteen inch Jareth labyrinth doll that talks. I own like a smaller version of him. I own a poster. <laughs> I have a lot of labyrinth stuff, and then I have a um, from Dark Crystal. I have a Jen doll. That's like a fifteen-inch Gen doll. God I've damn. never, I've never taken it out of the well, box. Well, you need the when when this episode's posted. I'll take photos. You gotta post them and say, yeah. you know, and then when you post them, make reference to this episode because people, for those listening right now, they're gonna be like, I want to see these, you know. And for those yeah. who haven't don't haven't seen listened to the episode, they're gonna be like, whoa, what the hell is like? Oh, you talked about yeah. it. And they'll want to know. So like, either what the going I'll on. take a I'll take a photo or either I'll, t- I'll make a little video talking about but that gen doll is like a prize i got that in high school god damn. is a prize possession of mine and it's like it just kind of sits in my closet but i'll i'll, I'll probably always keep yeah that. and the first one to we treat us we'll, we'll get the free doll yay <laughs> yeah no <that's> <laughs> there's another thing i got it last thing i want to say about the henson that we'll be doing it and you've probably watched it hopefully i know it's on netflix and it's called the storyteller that oh my gosh i own that on dvd of course uh, amazing john I, hurt yeah well he was for the first season yeah the and second then the, 
Yeah, the other one. Yeah, it was uh, freaking, what's his name? It's uh, Dumbledore. Yeah, Dumbledore. There we go. I was like, well, like God damn it. I, always, <laughs> I can't I, remember his name, but it's Dumbledore, basically. I, yeah, we, second, we all kn- second Dumbledore, not first yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah, not that first one, because the first one died. 20 points for... Yeah, I, I I didn't like him. I'm glad. I mean, no, I I I wasn't gonna oh, say I'm no, glad I he died. Him. I didn't say I'm glad he. What I'm saying is I'm I'm just I'm glad that there was a form <laughs> of recasting. I, I'm not. I'm. It's sad that he died, but he was Richard, too. He Richard was too. Griffiths? Yeah, he was too old. Much old man because he was so. No, like, I liked him though. Twenty points for Gryffindor. Oh, Harry Potter. But that's how I see Dumbledore. I, and for Harry Potter, though, I see Dumbledore as being more, like, calm. Like, the other Dumbledore, which I can't think of his name right now, but he was more, like, angry. Gam- he yelled Gambino, at Harry right? Potter. Or Gambachi or Michael Gambachi or Gambino or something? Oh, like Michael Gambon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, yeah, he would, like, yell at Harry Potter. I'm like, damn, he's yelling at Harry Potter? Come on. See, but like, I, I, I liked him because he came off like a badass. Like, he was awesome. Yeah, that's like, true. He was, he was a tough. Like, like he, he reminds me of the later Alfred. Be, I mean, Alfred from Batman. Because when you okay, had Alfred sure. from, like, the early films, like the Burton and the Schumachers and all of that, that Alfred was, like, just a flimsy, like, old man. Like, but then later on, when they changed Alfred, they made him like, hey, when he was younger, he kicked butt. He knew how to fight. He can do stuff. And then, you know, and I, I, that's what, the way I saw, you know, freaking, um, God damn it, I always want to say Gandalf. Uh, the other guy. What's his name? The Which one? Harry Potter. The, the, the main, who we're talking about right now. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. There you go. And I like that because he came off like Dumbledore, if he needs to, just like Yoda, he can kick butt and he could just rock it, you know? Um, and that's why I liked, you know, the, this, and though I wasn't a fan when they changed the storyteller, you know? Yeah. Because, I like the first season of storyteller better than, I mean, the second season is good, but the, I like the first season better. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the first season, as, as much as like, it was still cool. The second season, first season, always going to be the greatest. I, I love that, you know, uh, yeah. freaking, I, 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 I can't remember if there's one, it's like, uh, it's about a kid who's not afraid of anything. Yeah, uh huh. It's I think it's called like Fear Not. Yeah, Fear Not. I I love I loved him because he would play music that was that was bittersweet. It was like a a a, a beautiful a hello but a sad goodbye yeah. or something. I don't remember yeah, the line. Something I like always that, used yeah. to say that. I would always post it too <laughs> and stuff like that. Like I love. I gotta rewatch it, but we'll do an yeah. episode with that. But uh, just uh, since we're getting on the tail end, back uh, just real quick. I love. Um, We'll go back in the music real quick. My favorite artist uh, band from the 80s is Depeche Mode. I love Depeche Mode. To this day, still a huge fan of Depeche Mode. So, though they were from the 80s, they released a lot of awesome stuff, you know, 90s and 2000s and so on. Uh, but, yeah, that, that I love. That's that's where my genre of music comes. So, a lot of the song of the weeks, because I'm going to keep the song of the week at the end of the show. I'm going to give you guys a song of the week. It'll be in line of that. Every now and again, you know, we'll switch it up and I'll pass it over to you know chelsea or max you know and they'll be able to give their song of the week but we're this is a whole new show we got a lot of well you know i'm already jumping the gun i forgot a uh, huge back to the future fan you know you'll get to know more like like chelsea yeah, well, said yeah earlier, that's the re- I, the reason behind the name of the podcast of course is back to the future yeah you know? the the what what is what is the speed you need to you know to kick yeah. the flux and travel back in time 88 miles per hour so that's the name, 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, um, and this is a, a brand new show. We're going to be having brand new segments coming. Um, just it's it's a whole new show. It's an alternate show. You know, like I said, it's an alternate universe. So it's a whole <coughs> new thing. We got you know Chelsea here, and we got Max, and there's going to be videos coming. Uh, before that's the one thing that didn't exist. There was no videos really, except where every now and again we would post something on 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 instagram a quick video you know but not anymore there's gonna be a lot more going yeah. out to cons conventions that, trying to do a lot of cons yeah and so there, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be changing we're gonna try to make this uh just to, just build this show up to 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 visually so you guys can see more and we can give you a lot more and like i said it's the brand new 88 miles per hour podcast so i've said it before but i'm you know hot to, you know hand to god that this is gonna be uh, you know you're gonna get an episode every week you know i know i've said that before but stuff would happen you know we're not as life would <laughs> lead certain ways and stuff like that but not anymore you know this it's a whole new show we're just gonna be building it up it's this is literally we could say episode you know 
1.0, you know, that's what it is. 88 <laughs> miles per hour podcast, 1.0. 1.0. No, actually, point oh, you know, it was a 0.1. There you go. 0. Was 0. it 2.0? Yeah, you know what? 88 miles per hour podcast, 2.0. Yeah, 2.0, because the other ones could be like 1.0. So it's 2.0. Yeah. <coughs> it's a new beginning, brand new show, lots to come, great segments going to be happening, more social media, you're going to see it, so... If you're a, pan, a, pan, a fan, please make sure to like, subscribe to us. You know, on iTunes, leave us a comment. Tell us what you like, uh, and, and you know, just anything. You know, even if you know, on on Instagram, we have 88 miles per hour uh, podcast. It's just 88 mph podcast on Instagram. Twitter is 88 mph pod. We also have a Tumblr. And a Facebook page. Um, we're going to have the links up. I'm going to post an image with links. Because um, <coughs> I know a few times I had to use the spelled out 88. Um, so that's like for so you could find them. So but I'm going to post, post an image on, on Instagram. So please you know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Those are where you're going to get the most updates. And everything else will be posted on the other sites. But yeah, so uh, before we go, I'm going to give you guys... Uh, my song of the week uh for for you guys because i figured it's like all right you know i want to give you and like i said you know since the alternate timeline stuff happened in this timeline um gary newman's album the pleasure principle <laughs> was released in 1980 <laughs> <laughs> so this week's song i'm gonna give you is metal i really love this song honestly this has to be one of my favorite songs from gary newman and it's metal i i, I don't know just something about lyrically, like the beats. Like, it's not like, like oh, it means so much, like the lyrics. And all. No, no, no. It's just something about just the way the music plays and how, I, I don't know. It, it, it's very hard to, you know, articulate why I love this song. But it's just, it's I don't know. It's just so well done. Like, I could play it in any mood that I'm in. And it just, like, makes me happy. Like, fuck, I love this song. Like, mm, mm. It's just, it's it's a great, <laughs> it's a great song. It, it was, you know, uh, like, a, it was uh, in the alternate <laughs> timeline, it was released in 1979 off the album The Pleasure Principle. But in this timeline, it was released, you know, August 1980. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was done, you know, by Gary Newman. And uh, what's also, too, is um, Nine Inch Nails did a, a cover of this song on the album uh things fall apart uh it's a it's a it's a good um it's a good song also he's worked with Craftwork where they reimagined this song but i'm going to give you the original the 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 one the 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 Ivan Reitman <laughs> Ghostbusters not the Paul Fig Ghostbusters i'm giving you the, the main the original <laughs> metal song by Gary Newman so that's this week's song of the week all right so awesome. give us your final words to the fans Chelsea my final words, uh, <laughs> well, I'm excited to be a part of it. Um, I really enjoyed those two previous episodes in the alternate dimension or timeline. Um, but now I'm really excited to be part of this and to do more than just those and, and, uh, have like more of a creative hand in it. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to be a part of it and uh tell everybody how much i love the 80s and try to you know like i like being funny and stuff but it's fun to like be a little bit educated uh you know i love history so you know as much as i can i'll try to give the history of things and um you know try to explain things like that too which i think is interesting you know yeah. mix a little comedy with a little history that's an excellent combo you know combo for me so yeah, I'm just, I don't know, looking forward to the future and looking forward to do different movies and different things that we can do. Um, hearing what you guys have to say, like how much, you know, like how, you know, a little bit of your guys' feedback is great too. So, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. There you have it. Yeah, like I said, people, uh, mo everybody has Instagram, so I'm going to be posting all the links on Instagram. They're going to be there, so make sure to follow us, like us interact with us comment with us if there's any like uh certain movie you would love to for us to talk about you know uh let us know you know we that's the one thing if you want to have a certain film if you just shout us out holding a, a take a selfie holding an image something a paper whatever that says i love 88 mph podcast or 88 miles per hour podcast anything like that 
you know, uh, you just you pick, you you send that to us, post it, share it, and then let us know what movie you you want us to do, and we'll do it. And yeah, I'm um, I'm excited. A, a, a big things are going to be happening. You know, uh, with, yeah, a lot of new things are coming for sure. Yeah, '88, and you're going to be seeing. Uh, you'll actually be able to see us. So if you know, if you're those fans of YouTube, you like going on YouTube, you're going to be seeing videos of of all of us. We're going to be a part of it. We're, you're just gonna it's it's a big change for 88 miles per hour podcast we're just gonna be taking it to another level you know it's like i said it's 88 mph you know 2.0 it's a whole new show <laughs> different vibe we're just gonna be going and we're just gonna be going forward from this so yeah so there you have it ladies and gentlemen uh thanks you know for chelsea for inviting me on to the show you know this it's all you know chelsea and max but i think it's uh anytime anytime yeah so I think it's time, you know, we, we've we've had fun, you know, getting to learn about Chelsea and getting to learn about myself, Sanch. But I think it's that time when, you know, we hop into that DeLorean and we travel back to the future. 